0: fall is here there's a chill in the air and the anomaly film festival is right around the corner it's november 8th through the 12th at the little theater in rochester new york check it out at anomalyfilmfest.com it's the fifth year of showing the best in independent genre films action sci-fi horror dark comedy and really whatever else that you wouldn't get a chance to see on the big screen it's anomaly film fest at the little theater november 8th through 12th anomalyfilmfest.com
1: Masters
2: of Couch Potato Style Punches
1: and Popcorn.
3: In the 1970s, everybody was kung fu fighting. But as the 1980s dawned, America looked again to the east to be swept away by another martial arts icon. The Rise of the Ninja. Before the end of the decade, ninjas would be everywhere. In movies, television, video games, motorcycles, music, and more. The ninja craze of the 1980s would wash over the world and change pop culture forever. For us children of the 80s, the ninja would simply become the coolest hero slash villain slash action star, and we simply couldn't get enough of them in anything we were watching, reading, or listening to. In our first ever theme month here at Punches and Popcorn, we are celebrating the awesomeness that is the ninja and the impact the ninja craze had on martial arts cinema with Ninja November. To kick things off, we're starting with the trilogy that for many introduced them to the ninja, Canon Films' Enter the Ninja, the first of Canon's ninja trilogy, which we're going to cover in its entirety throughout Ninja November. Starting the trilogy was 1981's Enter the Ninja, uh, which would introduce a horde of tropes that would that would go on that would live on in ninja pop culture for decades. The different colored ninja suits, the ninja weapons, shurikens, and the often grown inducing white ninja. Enter the ninja would break new ground in introducing ninjas to the masses and kick off the ninja craze to follow. Uh, so welcome back, punches and popcorn, clan crew, our fam here. Uh, we have our we <laughs> we have our couch potato ninjas. Here with us tonight, I've got my magic man, Matt Knotts, on the board.
0: I'm going to request no one take a drink every time you hear the word ninja. You will die in the next 15 minutes.
3: <laughs> this is a challenge no one should accept. Um, and we also have with us our genius ambassador, Jason Bills.
2: Hey, In the words of uh, the fantastic villain, Christopher George, in this movie, uh, I want a ninja, find me a ninja.
3: <laughs> and our professor, the walking weapon, Dr. Dominic DeMorey.
4: Uh, Thanks again for having me. Um, I was impressed with this movie because the ninja costumes were so clean. Everything was so clean and so pristine. (laughs) I feel like if you were a ninja, you'd look dirtier, but man,
1: everything
3: was... uh, You know, if you had a white suit, which was a choice. Um, And also, we have a very special guest star we're really excited to introduce tonight. We have a comic book, graphic novel... uh, Artist, writer, extraordinaire, multiple-time Eisner Award-nominated, superstar, the great Kyle Starks.
5: Hey, that's me, not a ninja. Uh, (laughs) I'm glad to be here and part of a ninja conversation.
3: Well, I'm I'm happy to tell you, Kyle, that as long as you sit on the couch and watch ninja movies and dream hard enough, you too can be a couch potato ninja.
5: I'm going to do it. I I want to start by saying when we had you guys reached out to me and you're like, hey, would you have any interest in watching this movie Enter the Ninja? And I said, oh, yeah, I've seen I've seen that one. I'm really excited about having this conversation. When I turned on Enter the Ninja, I realized I was thinking of Scott Atkins' ninja series, oh, yes. which is actually good. Yeah. Um, so when I found myself in a perplexing situation of watching, and I'm going to say it just to set it up maybe the most confusing movie I've ever seen, um, but also the best. So I'm excited to maybe
2: have some things explained to me.
0: Whoa. You may have come to the wrong place. Now.
2: Oh, no, no I'm, like, I'm with Kyle on this one. I had a lot of fun with this. I had a lot of fun.
5: But I, I, was, I was like, wait, what just happened? <laughs> I, like, I'd say that my primary question is,
4: where are they? Yeah, where Philippines. Are they some- I think they're in the are, Philippines. Is are they? they? Yeah, aren't they? Aren't they Manila? Right?
5: He doesn't start in the
1: Philippines. No, he, he does not. He starts, starts in Japan. In
4: Japan. Yeah. Oh, by the way, that's what I wanted to bring up, like, with the <laughs> costumes. I, I'm watching this, and they're fighting in what seems to be, like, a jungle environment, and then all of a sudden, they're in urban Japan. I was like, are these guys LARPing? Like, what is going <laughs> on here? It's, well, let's... I, I
5: like very <laughs> perplexing.
4: I and like... also, like I said, the primary colors. If you're fighting in the woods, would you wear white or black or,
1: or red? red. No.
4: <laughs> yeah, the white ninja.
5: I thought, is this like, um, is this like they're like, uh, they're bullying him? You know, like this is like some sort of thing he has to do to pass the final ninja exam. Hide in the woods in your perfect white suit. But then the red guys show up, and I'm like, wait, they're not hidden either. All right. right so listen. Right. Yeah. This is so. This is the opening scene. Is this? But before this, during the credits. What is up with like the laziest ninja moves? You know, <laughs> yeah. Did you catch this? It's, it's... There's like a ninja just like casually spinning. Right. Like it's like the it's like the laziest sleepy ninja performance during the credits. And I'm like, what is this setting me up for? <laughs> yeah, no,
0: it, it is a <laughs> it's very building dirty...
5: anticipation. It's only up, more up speed from here. Right. And then uh, the for also another thing, I only know two characters' names. <laughs> One because they say it over and over, and it's the bad guy, Valerius... Is that his yeah, name? Yeah. They say, what's the main guy's name? I don't know. What's any other character's name? Oh, no, Dollar. I know oh, Dollar, too, because oh, he yeah. signed. Oh, dollar, yeah. But, like, do they not want to name these characters? <laughs> right? Like, it's amazing.
3: It, it's um, not important. No. Um, it's
5: Cole? Is that the ninja? His Cole is the white ninja. Yeah. yeah. All right. So here's let's, the things that also perplex me, and you guys can just solve problems for me. All right, let's we'll do, do it. Ahead. Ahead.
3: I like this is a good way to jump into it. Let's do it.
5: They're having, they're having this weird... What is it when you want to join a sorority? Hey, like, I hate, I feel like it's about hazing. The
3: ninja hazing. Hazes. Right, right.
5: Oh, right? initiation.
0: initiation. Yeah, like initiation or it?
5: ninja hazing. Probably because yeah. of the white suit. I'm thinking more hazing, right? And then he <laughs> defeats everyone. At one point, he throws a sword, like a katana, like it was a dart, like literally does like a little baby dart throw.
2: Yes, yes. I love that.
5: It's so good. It's one of the best things I've ever seen. Because I'm like, it, it would work. But what happened? Right. For and sure. then immediately after, he does this dainty little ninja throw with a sword. He then cuts off a man's head. But immediately after, we see the man again, right. carrying yeah. the head that was just cut off. Mm-hmm. Right?
4: Okay, as a comment to that, I watched that four times to figure out. I'm like, okay. I'm like, I'm like all right. all right. Here's He's clearly a human man. And then he yeah, runs he up to a mannequin, cuts off the head of a mannequin. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so I guess it's just really bad special effects, but, like, <laughs> my mind says that the intent was that it's still the man. But yes. no, that was a mannequin that he actually cut the head off. So I got nothing What was the point him. of that?
5: He, could t- <laughs> anyway, he just threw a dainty sword throw. He could cut a mannequin's head
4: off.
2: Right, right. <laughs> He it's... needed his ninja certification. I mean, all
1: right, come on. So, so, so at this
2: point, I'm very confused, right? Yes. But then he, then he pulls his
5: mask off, and he's got a mustache. And I don't know why this is so much more confusing
3: to me. (laughs) You could see that mustache through the mask. It was like, it was like tusks under that white
4: mask that you could just see. The walrus ninja, I love (laughs) it. the walrus ninja. I don't know why
5: that was, I'm like, what's happening? Where am I? Why is this Texas wrestler from (laughs) 1970s a ninja? And I don't know where. Actually, at this point, I did think it was, we're saying Japan, is that what we're saying? Right,
4: right, right, It it was
0: ja I don't know. Well, I like that. So so he
4: travels. So like, I kind of followed it. He was. So I was sober watching this. So maybe (laughs) that's probably a mistake for you guys that weren't. I'm envious of you, but I did follow the plot. (laughs) Scene, by right. the way i'm air quoting for yeah, for, yeah. for those no, there's
5: which, a plot there's a plot there's a plot i'm with yeah. it i'm with the plot
3: it's roadhouse we love it, yeah. We love it. right yeah this is certainly Basically, more of a plot I, than like I above the point. law yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yes
4: Good so Lord, so, I, so like i think the casting was like so franco nero can't do martial arts. Like I've never seen right. this guy in a movie. I'm sure, like Matt and Jason, could name 25 movies that this yeah, guy. Yeah, Ninja
5: did. Two and Enter the Ninja Two and Enter the Ninja Three. <laughs> right. No,
4: he wasn't even in he those. Right in no, he doesn't even come yeah. back. No. No, yeah,
3: the guys, best thing that came mar- out of the movie was uh, was the Black Ninja, the star here. He's the one yeah. that actually. Had a career come from this.
4: Yeah. Yeah, but Franco yeah. Nero, that guy fights like Captain Kirk. So, like, Fra- remember in Star Trek, like, how they do like <laughs> the double punch? Oh, yeah. Like, there's parts where he will get on all fours and like double donkey kick people. Oh, the double, like, that, was that
3: was one of my favorite, the headstand double yeah. kick. That, that shit doesn't work. <laughs> so, some, yeah, you actually really almost hit the nail on the head with Franco Nero. So, what Franco Nero is famous for is he is the original Django. In the, like, exploitation Django series. And he's in Django Unchained. There's, like, a scene that's a nod that, like, he's the original Django. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, whether we want to get into this yet or not, yeah. you know, this yeah, is a, a canon film, about- right? Like, we love yeah. canon films. And the story that goes that, like, so, again, this is, ninjas really weren't a thing prior to this coming out. There was this book that came out, I think, like, 1979 called Enter the Ninja. That people read this and were like, whoa, what are these things? These are super cool. And in how canon usually does things, they would hear, like, here's a cool thing, all right, let's make a sweet movie about this. And they, I forget who the original director was, but it was Michael Stone. Michael Stone is the star who was originally going to do this movie. And, uh, Matt, give me the correct pronunciation. The co-founder of...
0: Menachem Golan?
3: Yeah, Menachem Golan. The story is that he came to the set after a couple weeks, saw what they were doing, and was like, what the hell is going on? Fired everybody, kept Michael Stone as the fight coordinator, and he brought in Franco Nero because he's like... This is Django. Like, this is a star. I'm going to put him in this, and now we're just going to go ninja. And
2: Niro and was c- actually in Manila at the time, too, which helped. That oh, right. He, he was just, in Manila like, for, yeah. like,
3: uh, yeah, a yeah, film festival a lot, or exactly. something.
2: Yeah. yeah. He just happened to be. Uh, exactly. So I did the smallest
5: amount of research, and Michael Stone, the animal, Michael Stone, <laughs> oh, yeah. professional <laughs> fighter.
3: <laughs> he has a wild story. story.
5: He wrote the story for this, for yep. this thing. I yep. was supposed to star in it. But then did not. But he stayed on to do the stunts. Yep. Right.
3: Yep. Mm-hmm. But you know, he broke up Elvis's marriage. <laughs> he did. That's like where That's he's awesome. most famous because he started yeah, training he, Elvis and Priscilla, was like, right? He and, train Priscilla.
5: <laughs> right? And trained <then>, Priscilla. Right. And then he really trained
3: Priscilla. <laughs> yeah. And you know what's I crazier that. is
5: that she only trained with him for a little bit. Apparently, she was like, "I'm going to go train with Chuck Norris." Yep. Yep. <laughs> but still, still blew up their marriage. She, yep. She was really, wow. the reason why the guy who came up with this. And we it's all a know movie. we're right.
0: all aware Elvis was a six degree black belt, right? Oh
5: yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was. That's right. why he didn't need the help. Priscilla right. did. He went Priscilla. To exactly. the <laughs> right, 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 right,
0: sure. yeah. right. TCB yeah. d- discipline is what he was famous for.
3: So I gotta say, Kyle, watching this movie, uh, this when I watched this movie and I saw you know Franco Nero as the as the white ninja, you know who immediately came to mind to me was your the character. I friggin' loved that you did Trigger Keaton. I like this is a oh, movie sure. that Trigger Keaton would have done. Uh yes. Which that's for yes. uh, anyone that hasn't read them yet. Uh, I just finished recently this great. Uh, I don't know was it originally it was a short series, right? The like, yeah, six sidekicks series. of yeah. Trigger Keaton and Trigger Keaton. I think I described to the guys that he's like to me when I read it, and you can tell me like, wow, that's way off. But to me, I was like, ah, this is <laughs> like a combo of like Chuck Norris and Steven Seagal, like, but to an asshole exponential degree. And
5: I like Steven Seagal.
3: (laughs) Right. Well, that's all the like beating part, beating stuntmen and stuff. I'm like, Oh yeah, this is Steven Seagal. Uh,
5: Yeah. It's basically about like the world's uh, most dangerous fighter turned actor who, because he's so tough does whatever he wants, which is just be a prolific asshole. Um, (laughs) Yep. And he tries to sort of, he starts making movies. He does like a bad Texas Ranger TV series. Yep. And then like a bunch of failures after that. And anyway, he, he, he has sidekicks for each of these shows. Uh, and he's found dead. He's the most unlikable man. He's deplorable and awful. Um, and everyone's like, "Why should you care?" But these these sort of six traumatized former sidekicks decide to solve this mystery. Uh, it's good Hollywood. It's good action because I love action movie stuff. Yep. Um, it's a good one. It's, it's good for this podcast. I didn't even think about that. I was gonna pu- I was gonna push Sex Castle over <laughs> six sidekicks, but well, very we- much no. Like this would be because like the era. You know, we actually wanted to set it a little bit earlier, but they were like pushing back to. More like the eighties, so we did right. Texas Ranger. Right, but originally it was like, oh, it was like, what if, what if David Carradine was just like the right. worst human being? Right, um, <laughs>
3: right. And that's just, and- I mean, this Cole is the ninja, in this is so unlikable, like. <laughs> I mean, he, we have all these scenes. But I don't agree. I don't
4: agree. I don't like him. We're supposed I've, to like him, though. I liked him. I, I like think Rico Nero has. I, I <laughs> all think right, let's O'Neero, discuss. Aside from fucking his best friends. <laughs> yeah, aside from that. Aside, like, from,
1: aside from we that. Need, well. Yeah. <laughs> I, yes. so, so, by the way, point, so by the, way the reason
4: I looked over is because I watched it with my wife. And she ducked out halfway through. <laughs> and then I said that, and she goes, What?
5: Yeah. Oh, after his best friend tells him he can't get a boner, right? Yeah. Well, after, yeah. After, yeah. after, like a, a moment of friendship and right. like, quiet openness, he's yeah. like, he's like, buddy, it hasn't been the same around here since I can't get a boner,
2: yeah. And then his friend, his but, friend's like, that's uh-huh. that's awful, dude. We should do no, a that's bunch an invite, though. Right, he's he's a cuck and he wants his friend <laughs> oh, Jesus. to have sex oh, with Jesus. his wife to Listen, satisfy her. That was I kind of thought me. that too. I was like, is this an element? Because the next morning he's
3: eating what oatmeal. I don't even right.
2: know what he's eating. Right. Right. and he asks him how their night, how the night went. Like it like a baby. I, slept, I have slept so good as he eats again. What is it?
5: <laughs> I have no idea. No one knows.
4: Right. right, right. His pride. That's, that's
5: what he's eating. Also, he's eating his own pride. Also, this same guy, like, people were, we're so out of order. But this guy <laughs> gets so excited about cockfight, he has a song about it. Right. Like, cockfight, cockfight. Let's do a cockfight. And so he does it twice. That. He's yes. crazy about a cockfight. Right. Yes. I mean, Listen, who this guy's us? got cock problems. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, this is some
3: deep Absolutely. symbolism right there. There's a lot going on, and you
5: know, I was like, when it happened, first of all, they, they, there's a there's some subtle foreshadowing. You know, when he when uh, Cole, that's the ninja's name, right? Yeah. I only yeah. remember one name. Um, <laughs> Cole arrives at their farm, and a hot blonde '70s hair lady comes out with a shotgun.
1: Right. Cobra oh, so a
5: ninja, right? Right. And he does like a ninja move on her, and then he spins her around, and then his buddy. Frank,
3: yeah, sure. probably yep. shows
5: up, and as the camera turns, <laughs> it goes back to Cole, and he has her boob, <laughs> right? His
1: yes. Oh he's yeah, a
5: handful of ninja boom and she's like blank faced about it. Right. She doesn't even know it's happening. His ninja skills are so good. And I'm like, what's happening here? Why did they not reshoot this one sequence? So
0: let let's step away for a second and realize who directed this film. So it's oh. Man- it's Menachem Golan, who is the guy he he is half of Golan Globus. Canon Films is, you know. Driving force, right? So the film he made directly before this, have you seen The Apple?
5: I have not seen The Apple.
0: So everybody, if you're listening to this, pause this, go watch The Apple, and then come back and then send me an email about how much you hate me. Um, (laughs) So The Apple is a psychedelic, (laughs) glam rock retelling of the Adam and Eve story. What? (laughs) But made through the lens of the man that made enter the ninja. So it is one of the most incoherent things I've ever seen. Um, but here's the thing. Menachem Golan and subtle foreshadowing are two things that have never gone together ever. Um,
5: yeah, You're saying that was accidental? Uh,
0: yeah, it, you would think, right? So yeah, Menachem Golan, he, he's the sort of person when you say, why use subtext we can just use text he's (laughs) that guy so he will hit you over the head with whatever he can whenever he can like it it's one of the most heavy-handed like it's insane so do yourself a favor if you have an hour and 45 minutes and want to watch something that's apocalyptically bad (laughs) Like it, it's one it's
2: a real treat, though, if you go in the right, re- mean, just like this movie, I honestly <laughs> think he gets better as a director because after this or it's second movie after this, he does the Delta Force after yeah. that he oh, yep. over the top. Yep. With oh, Force, These for... are like right. wonderful 80s movies for me. Obviously, yeah. I'm not saying he, he's Spielberg or anything, but <laughs> no. what he what
5: he does, no, there's, in there's talent like a he certain thing that exists. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a certain thing that exists. It's a certain genre. It's a certain flavor. And sometimes you want to eat whatever that
4: is for sure.
1: Right. This is a
4: B movie. Like, like these are B movies. Like when someone says, you know, like a B movie, I I wouldn't even call it an exploitation movie. I'll just call it a B movie. I Like, like they're like, just there's there's no subtlety. There's no subtext. There's no, there's they're not, there's no sensitivity. There's no budget for any of that. Right. Yeah, those, right. Those, right. Those, right. right.
2: who can afford like, any of those things right. yeah it's like <laughs> we woman, th- the ninja claw later. thing like, right. Yeah. right
0: so going back to what Mike was saying the way these canon movies were filmed or made were Menachem Golan would show up to Cannes with a binder full of posters and say this is what we think we're going to make what would you like to buy right. and people go oh shit that looks cool that looks cool <laughs> right. and then he'd close the binder go home and say okay so now these are the movies we have to make <laughs> that is his process <laughs>
5: wow.
0: we we have so i'm gonna start movie. pitching
5: comics from here on out yeah <laughs> right.
0: this is i'm telling you kyle you could do you couldn't do worse like than <laughs> to do this move like I, i'm not saying that about you so here's the thing sex castle is one of my favorite comics that i've read in oh, years thanks, and I, I can't stop telling people about it so because it's it's so perfectly what it's great but like Menachem Golan would just say, here, th- here's this. And then he'd just show up and say, okay, they need this in six months. Do it.
5: I, <laughs> I kind of love, I mean, like, I right, love it. Right. Yeah. It seems like it removes a lot of headaches of having to like think of Stories and structures in advance. Yeah, it's <laughs> right, right.
0: It's him like, and and st- who was the other guy? Stuart Gordon, I think, did the same thing. Or no, oh, it was yeah. Charles Band who just show up and say, "Here's a title, right. Castle Freak. You want to buy that?" Oh,
3: Jason. Yeah. So, side note, quick side note. Uh, so, we're recording this in October, and you know, I many of us are huge horror fans, and I do a big like every year. I try to do the thirty one for thirty one. Anyways, today my movie was Castle Freak, and I was telling Jason, I'm like, I'm watching this. And I'm about 40 minutes into it, and I'm like, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. And this does not look like it's from the 90s. And where the hell is Barb Crampton? Because I was promised Barb Crampton. What I found... Was that they actually did a remake? Remake in oh, you 2020. Oh, Yeah, you that's, messed up. That's like just <laughs> one step below softcore porn. Yeah. Well, and it's it's awful. So then cool? I found the 1990, Castle I think Freak. 95 or whatever Ca-
0: Castle Freak. Yeah,
3: it was very entertaining, and uh, I had Barb Crampton, who's like it, my favorite screen. Jeffrey screen, Combs, so. Combs and Barbara. Yes, yeah, yeah Jeffrey
2: that's Combs. A gra- it's a crazy one. It's,
0: it is. It's fantastic. But that's again how that got made. It's right. here's the title. We'll we'll see in six months. Right.
2: We'll figure out how to pull so, this off. Yeah. I'm showing up for that title. Yeah. Right. Right. And that's
0: the thing. You're going to show up for Enter the Ninja with like black, white, and red ninjas on the poster. Right, Hell right, yeah.
2: right,
3: right. Yeah, I was looking in, um, you know, so our, our friend, friends of the podcast, Grady <laughs> Hendrix and Chris Poggioli, did this great book that we love uh, promoting, These Fist Break Bricks. They have a whole section in there about uh, about uh, the ninja, different ninja movies, and one of the comments they made there that I wonder if it's true is that one of the reasons studios really love ninjas was because they're like, if you put a mask on them on the poster, that could be anybody. Like yeah. so we don't have to pay yeah. anybody to do this. Like it's like we yeah, put it's a it's mask a on the wrestling
5: thing. Right. Where you can have the
3: same guy work three matches too. So right. like, you don't have to pay like a bunch of extras. You can have the same
2: extras, just put some mask on them. The stuntmen men sure. are now the extras. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. even yeah. Marvel, it's like Tony Stark in his suit, like Robert Robert Jr. Jr.'s not in that suit after the first one. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. Same concept. So think about the money they say by having the same guy <laughs> right Mario or whatever his name was
5: who gets run off the farm. It's like one of those ninjas, too, That DC see <laughs> right. at the beginning,
4: right? Right. Oh, oh, so let's bring out. Let's talk about the ninja costumes. I, I gotta do. You're it. stuck I on these costumes. Like, let's do I'm it. Let's talk. Let's go, go ninja costumes. I'm stuck costumes. on it. I'm stuck on this because they look terrible. <laughs> terrible. Like so. So. So I don't know much about ninjas, but I know like ninjas were assassins, and they were supposed to be like discreet, and like you wouldn't recognize you wouldn't recognize them. So they looked like. Normal people, and then they come up behind you, ugh, stab you, and run away like it's you know Assassin's Creed or some bullshit like that. But like, what is what is up? So so when he shows up in the in the penultimate scene, white dressed scene. in white, with every single gadget and gizmo yes. on him, white swords he yeah. looks like so kyle you're a comic book guy you remember sure. 90s x-men comics where they all had pouches everywhere yeah and course. like guns like cable looked like he could his black was gonna blow out he has what we'd call
5: he we have uh, real rob liefield energy for sure oh right? yes. yeah oh, yeah yep yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah so like he's so he's got like he's got a katana he's got a bunch of throwing stars another sword yeah. a dagger a bow a quiver and smoke <laughs> bombs. I'm like, right, and then they, and then he gets in a car with all of these. <laughs> He's things, just sitting in he the runs car runs with away, it. and then gets out of the car, dispatches all these dudes, and then slowly like. Like it's attrition on all the things he uses, which actually is the only thing I really liked about the movie. I thought the movie was garbage, but I love how it just like slowly uses. Like, okay, now it's throwing star time. Okay, now it's book time. Okay, which, now it's time By time. the way, that's I like-, like that's like that's like
5: Rambo. That's like classic Rambo stuff, though. You go down sure. the list. That's what people want to see. Right, right. That's like when the when the guy gets killed with like the climbing instrument. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Like the hooks yeah. are just for climbing. Oh, yeah. They're not a, And he just like flies a guy in the face.
1: Yeah.
5: Um. Speaking of the craziest weapon in this movie. the craziest weapon is i'm pretty sure at one point cole is that his name sure yeah Yeah. yes that's his only name by the way I just cole Cole kills two guys with a tiny bench i don't know where the bench came from it's about a foot wide um and it's a bench and he kills two guys with this bench and it looks like it stabs him in the neck i couldn't figure it out it was great that was the best Weapon in the whole thing, a tiny bench. Oh, yeah. Like, a ottoman, like an ottoman. Right, right. That's all you need.
1: I,
0: okay. I will tell you, when I turned this on, I did not think I would see Death
3: by Ottoman.
5: <laughs> it's the craziest thing. And why is it so sharp? <laughs> right.
3: That doesn't seem it's like a great wild. design. He, no. is he, he
5: only wears the ninja suit at the beginning
3: and at the end, right? Right, yeah. right. Otherwise, yeah, he's so. just normal street clothes. Here's the
0: thing. Egyptian cotton sheets are expensive. <laughs> so if you got 1200 thread count, you can't wear them all the time. You, you got to be careful with that.
3: Right. Well, and so we talked about before that the, uh, you know, you kind of think maybe at the beginning, Oh, the white, this is like the trainee suit. Yeah. But he still got suit. it at the end. So this is it's the only he, suit he had. Eh, and like when he shows
5: up in, did we say the Philippines? Yeah, he's in Manila. Yeah, yeah
4: it's in
3: Manila. He just world. has,
5: like, one duffel bag, which right. means he has, like, literally one pair of clothes and his ninja suit and all these weapons, right? <laughs> See, but, you know yeah. what? All right,
3: so this I- maybe answers a question that I had in a previous episode that I think will be out by the time we sure. record. Yeah, sure, whatever. Or, you know, it's it's a gem that you'll find at some yeah. point. Um, so one of the things that I still, I, I just can't stop thinking about, in 1995's Mortal Kombat, Johnny Cage shows up to that island With roughly 347 suitcases. And, you know, I asked then, I'm like, what does he need all these suitcases for? Especially since he only fights in, like, dress pants and button-down shirts. And, like, the same two. Well, I'm thinking maybe he saw this and was like, this is one fault. Like, he, you know, Cole looked really stupid there. He only had the one suit, so.
5: I I know what it is. I know why... I know why Johnny Cage had all those suitcases. They're full of merch. He thought he was going to be Johnny Cage <laughs> Oh there you, this go. It,
3: there you go. This he's like it's a, it's, a fight. it's
5: a tournament fight. Yep. I got to get the shirts up on the side. Get some Johnny Cage uh, merch out there. That's, That's uh, right. People need the shirts. Twenty dollars a beautiful. shirt. That's, they're all taped yeah. up.
3: Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. You get the photo mystery ops solved. afterwards. Yeah.
5: All right. So here's my here's my here's some other questions. You guys you guys seem to know the history stuff better than I do. So when when a dollar who just owns a, a vague <laughs> shop in town shows up
3: and the best jacket ever
5: called dollars. <laughs> Dollars Store. Yes, there you go.
0: But, it's a giant um, franchise to this day.
5: He he offers he, he sees he sees this he sees this American and thinks I know just what this American needs. <laughs> it's maybe a series of sort of only softly pornographic pictures like he taped inside of my jacket. Right. <laughs> and also though he pulls it to the side like he's like look at what like he's exposing his secret collection of illicit <laughs> goods. But he has a porno mag just tucked into his belt like a katana. <laughs> And what was the other side, like crucifixes? Yeah, it was remember. like
4: crucifixes. It, was all, it was all crucifixes. Okay, which like, side yeah. do you want here?
5: What is this character's spo- <laughs>
3: but? But he also is, knows how to he, handle. Uh, have,
5: they, like literally 15 minutes later, he kills like three guys in cold blood <laughs> right, with right. no concern,
2: right? That's what I mean. How can you not love this movie? Even I think the most <laughs> enduring yeah, adir- 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 dollar it, yeah. thing is when at the end, uh, when they're in the lair. He's so charmed by the evil villain's lair and he finds his, you know, quote unquote, blue movies. Like, yeah. he's so that's cute when right. he's just like, oh, this is an evil lair. Like, this is right. great. Look at all this stuff.
1: The evil okay, lair also those-
2: is just Start. an
5: office surrounding a pool.
2: Like, there's right. so many yes, typewriters inside of this
5: pool.
3: Which yeah. I don't know. So, this is another. So, we've talked about how we, uh, you know, many of us here have children. Kyle, I don't know if you've had to take. I
5: got two. I got two daughters. Yeah. Yeah.
3: If you've had to take your kids to a, a pool birthday party. Sure. Um, and I have found, at least maybe it's just me, um, but parties inside at pools are, like, the most uncomfortable thing ever because it's always, like, hot and steamy as hell in there. So how are you – how do you have your office around one, like? Yeah, just in the – what are they typing? Right. There's so many
5: questions.
4: I Let's do this like – this, this guy's such a dime store Bond villain. <laughs> I yeah. love What's it. up with his yeah. blouses? Like, the blue <laughs> with the frills, like – It's a good look. Like, what is that?
2: Like, wow. He's multicultural, I right? Think, like you're supposed to maybe that's he, native he's
3: wear.
5: evil in so many different ways. Yeah,
4: he, he's like an a feminine like Bond villain style. And, and you know what? Like that's that's another thing is there were so many gimmicks in this movie. Like no, I know what invented. Him.
5: You want yeah. the gimmicks though? You want them? That's what I like, mean. The hook man? Yeah, you got like, the, hook. You got the. Oh yeah, hook. Got, Let's and talk about. Combined, hook.
4: like 12 guys together and they made the hook, hook guy. Hookman hook <laughs> has
5: like three amazing scenes. Uh, the, <laughs> the first scene is just when you see him and you, he just looks like a fat guy and then he has a hook and you're like, what? Uh, where did the hook come from? So right, was it in the right. scene where you, when he when you first see him, he's standing next to the tallest man on earth. Um, <laughs> right. It's the craziest shot scene. I love it, right? <laughs> and then the next great scene he has is when uh, another great character this show, it's that listen, I love the characters, and I remember this guy's name because they say it. His name is Preacher. And oh, he's, yeah, he's like a 70s street tough with a goatee, <laughs> right? And uh, in Mr. Valerius, he was very evil. It's like, Would you kill a man for me? And Preacher's like, Hey, by the way, the only white guy here, right? Like, the only white guy, He's like, Yeah, I'll kill anyone, what do I <laughs> I'll kill anybody. And he's like, Hey, kill my fat hook friend, which by the way, that guy's got enough problems, right? And you're like, Oh, he's gonna kill the fat hook guy who doesn't have a name, and if he does, I don't know it. Because they why took, do they say names? Or the it's hook. Siegfried. It's oh, there Siegfried. is an fat, actual name. I looked, I looked so on, the fat I hooker's name is Siegfried. Oh. All right. And so <laughs> so preacher, so this guy Preacher is like, I'm gonna get him. And what happens? The look <laughs> is... guy pokes him in the <laughs> And he says, right, yeah. a pun. Makes... Hold on, I wrote it down. He says <laughs> Oh yeah. He, he, he says t- he says, "I hope you get my point," but he says it with a bad accent. I
4: hope you will get to my point. It's like an account. It's like
5: an from Sesame Street. <laughs> yeah, and then you never see Preacher again, right? But I don't right, think if so. We watch this movie. Watch how awkwardly Preacher is when the fight starts breaking out, and no one like he doesn't get a partner. It's like right. science class when they're like pick a partner. Preacher <laughs> right. doesn't get one. He like kind of looks around. You see him like looking like, "Hey, who am I going to fight?" A, eh? and then it cuts to the next scene. So, look, we get a moment of strength with the hook character, right? Right, right. Like, oh, he's not just... But then he's a buffoon for the rest of the movie. Right. And then, yeah. at one point,
4: Cole
5: pulls his hook off. Right. And there's a bloody, nasty yeah. stump underneath. Right. Yeah. That's not how that works. It's not <laughs> no. grafted on. It's not... He's yeah. like... not the Terminator. <laughs> right. He... Once again, I was confused. And he just walks away like... Oh uh, okay. Like he's walking
4: like I'll see you guys later.
2: <laughs> and then you get weird like like weird music when uh Cole throws his his hook back at him like it's right. Weird, oh no it doesn't Satron Bone! It
4: does the Satron
2: Bone right. oh, yes, yes. Like oh he just took off uh, an
3: amputee's awesome. prosthetic in this I I wrote it down. Trombone. I wrote
5: Satron Bone because you know what rules. whoever was like, We should put a we should put a sound beat in here. And, and who was it what was the director's name again?
0: Menachem Golan.
5: I mean, I'm one. Was like, we should absolutely put it. You know what we should do is that funny
2: trombone noise, right, guys? And I was like, oh yeah, the funny trombone noise.
3: Well, it's
1: like also the- another
2: great noise cue is the noise that the Ninja Stars make. There.
3: Oh, the They're kazoo like- sound. Weird- the-
1: Whatever it
2: is, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, it sounds like a laser, like
3: a yeah, like
1: a yeah. Laser
2: or a laser
3: <laughs> from one of
5: the the space movies being made on the same set. The, right, the set. <laughs> probably he was giving us so much.
0: When, when I tell all you all
5: the the crazy, like not a not a ninja star, like the ninja cubes that they were throwing were great too. Oh right, yeah. right. Yeah,
0: this is all just Pete it. Golan. This is what I'm telling you. Like this and the apple are like you could watch them as a double feature and go, yeah, no, this is great. This is the most insane thing anybody's ever decided <laughs> to put on film. I love it.
5: it I kind li- of love it, too. It, it, it's...
3: It, yeah. The music... A, like, I mean, the music in general is, like, between Franco Nero's stash and the music. Like, this could be a 70s porn. Like...
5: This stash is so...
3: It's It's good. mighty.
4: It's yeah, way too thick. That. Like you need to share yes. that stash if you're gonna wear like a ninja, ninja That's mask. His signature man. Yeah. yeah I mean, now can. that we've all worn masks for two years, we all know the dynamic of masks. You can't wear glasses, <laughs> you can't have too much facial hair, yada yada yada. Yeah. Like so we all know that this is entirely the, the, the getup is entirely bullshit. The, the
5: right. issue here is that his his ninja sensei for sure had a long goatee and so did his fake head. Both of his heads had a long goatee <laughs> right. and a mustache, so they're pro- he's probably like uh, sensei. You know, for the mask, it's easier to breathe and does be more stealthy by not huffing and puffing. And they're like, no, we're mustache ninjas.
3: Yeah. Right, right. That's uh, probably
5: why the one guy they didn't like him so much.
3: Right, right. Yeah, that's. Oh, one thing I just wanted to say because I thought it was super cool. Uh, just a random fact: the guy that played the sensei, Dal Ichimoto. So he was uh, just a couple cool things. He was. Well, this is not so cool. But he was sent to Gila River Internment Camp in Arizona. But after that, oh he, served the, cool. he served in the he served in the four forty four hundred forty second Regimental Combat Team, uh, Mister Miyagi's unit in uh, in Karate Kid. Uh, but like the real, like whoa. most decorated unit in World War II, that was almost all Japanese Americans. And so it's kind of cool. I mean, this guy's in here, but he actually is like this person
2: is a legitimate hero. So he literally did it versus Miyagi fictionally doing it. Right, right. So
4: Definitely. basically he is Mr. Miyagi. He's a, like he's, he's not, he's not grooming children. He's just like... <laughs> he's grooming adults to cut off heads of mannequins. <laughs> right. So, okay, cool. So, <laughs> so
0: this this is a running theory that we've got on this show. We had the Slarbrow I, li- I yeah. listened
4: to the Karate Kid
5: episode. Yeah, so
0: we've decided that Mr. Miyagi... And when Miyagi that moment did.
5: came about, I was like, oh. <laughs>
4: Yeah. <laughs> We're
1: sorry. Listen, it's a a I'm going to say,
5: you. for me, with my with my Johnny Cage merch explanation, I do feel like he was a lonely man. And, you know, we we all had an older friend in the 80s who maybe right. wanted to see her touch our penis. I can't say what I mean, they never did to me. They never did to me. But right. Did they maybe want to privately? I can't talk to that. But we all had an older friend, a mentor type, you know? Sure. Uh, sure. Uh, sure. Right. right. The maybe they did want to touch our PP. I don't know. I don't know. But who in my say? head... His wife died. He's got this shitty job. Right. He probably came to America to do something like the great American dream and ended up fixing mm-hmm. toilets and like fucking Reseda. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. which, he, and yeah. he poured in a storm for friendship for this guy, you know? <laughs> That's true. Um, <laughs> That's and true. And we can all agree Daniel's a good kid. <laughs> sure. needed yes. a little help. For sure. You know? Mm-hmm. Did he maybe want to see his peepee? I can't, I can't speak <laughs> to that. Right.
0: Here's the thing. Th- three movies, and we never really got confirmation, so I'm going to go with he was on the level. But. There's, there's no, but, but it's, inter- inter- Here's the thing. it's interesting. It is.
5: Everyone in that apartment complex was like, mm, yeah. you guys seeing what's happening here? It's questionable. Everyone. And you know everyone <laughs> who worked there was like on welfare. Like they were all like at home all the time, watching TV, <laughs> seeing Mr. Miyagi,
3: doing weird know, stuff in that
5: one broom closet he was in.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. He just hung out in late at night with I think his it was on level, trees. but I'll tell
5: you what. I'll tell you what. When you guys said it, when the Sklar brothers said it, I did go,
3: oh. Uh,
1: it's, it's, yeah. There's, there's, yeah. Mm. Yeah there's mm. some, there's some smoke that's
5: interesting.
0: There. So it'll we'll, it'll be interesting to see what they do with that in the remake. How that goes. Oh, let's we'll let's Could go tough. either way. So are,
5: are they, 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 another, are they doing another that? karate? I guess they yeah. They supposedly. Yeah, like Who is, a, is a who's, after, who's left to show up in Cobra Kai? Who's left? I don't know. Tiffany Tiffany Hillary
3: Swank Hillary I guess. Swank.
0: Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's all Willow Smith, was that or Jaden Smith?
3: No, those guys. Oh, right. Yeah. They don't count. The kung fu kid that we called the karate kid. Yeah. Wasn't there like wasn't
5: there I, I feel like I'm maybe – because I haven't seen credit Kid for a while. Is there someone who's doing, like, monkey-style kung fu in that tournament? This blood sport.
4: I... That's blood sport. Okay. Yeah. Thinking, well, so there's a guy that acts like a now monkey Kyle, that yeah. I think they're advertising as Monkey Kong. For. Another yeah. so like films. that we go a whole thing on on blood sport and they like there's a lot of fabricated martial there's real martial arts in that but there's also like oh we're saying monkey arts.
5: style isn't a really effective way to fight somebody. See, this no is no no. We talked about. He this.
4: was doing so 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 let's <laughs> so, so prepare to cringe. Let's review. Oh. There's a one there's the one black fighter
1: the who only hops
4: one. around yes. like a knucklehead, does all these fighting moves that won't work, practices by judo chopping, which is not a thing, coconuts, and they call him the monkey fighter. <laughs> yeah,
1: this is this was right. right, right. And this yeah. is
4: not and I want to say that is not monkey style kung fu. That is entirely <laughs> fabricated. Kind of, sort of, racist. Kind of, sort of, is being generous. <laughs> there
3: you go. <laughs> well, let's say so, so I, it's some kind of, sort of cringe that I just want to point out here I, with our heroes here. While you're doing that, I do want to say, I, oh, go ahead.
0: I would have loved to have seen uh, Bolo Young just go in and absolutely lay waste to the All-Valley Karate Oh, tournament. yeah.
3: Oh, that would have been amazing. <laughs> I would that
0: just would go in there and just those absolutely annihilate all those shows. the
3: size of the San Fernando <laughs> yeah. Valley. Just... Massing through them all, it's just a
4: crater that, where this center used to be. So <laughs> I, I in the middle. So
3: I just <laughs> want, wanted to point out because uh, one of the we see these frequent flashbacks in Enter the Ninja where Frank and Cole are they're they're, they're war buddies, right? And I'm watching this, like, well, these guys are both clearly American, or at least this like they, are, they even, aren't they aren't pretending don't... to have like an accent, right? And I'm like, but this looks like some sort of like European military. It's I'm not. Like, it's it's African. It's African. It is. It is. So it's the it's think, the Angolan that, right? civil war. And from what I could tell, they're basically fighting on the side of South Africa. There. Well, they. <laughs>
4: <laughs> then I'm like, so so. My guess. My hmm. guess is is. Um, Milankovic Golan or whatever his name is, he probably is like Menachem these Golan. are military outfits, We're gonna <laughs> right? Put these on you, they look yeah. right. That's well, what I like, the, the side you. that they're on again, <laughs> and, it like it will just be like we'll put you in the war, and then at the end we'll be like the war's over. And right. Well, this thing. again, this That's war. Like, uh, not that
3: I'm an expert on on it, but from what I understand, I think the conflict that they would have been it was called different names, but the most common was the Angolan Brush War. And it was, again, it was like, I think, oh, I'm going to, somebody can yell at me and send me an email or something for being dumb, but it's like Zimbabwe's independence from South Africa. And uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure they're fighting for... South Africa or Rhodesia or whatever it was called at it, the time. The thing is that they, they don't show
5: anyone besides those two guys. right? So yeah. You really, don't see who they're really, shooting. Someone would, have, someone would have to fact check the uniform. And I bet the answer is that doesn't look like anything. Just like <laughs> the ninja right. which, were, anything which is probably ice. true. Yeah. But
3: then the other point that like, so they have this farm and, you know, I, what do they I don't farm? know what they oh, do. Coconut, right? I, right. I don't know what coconut. they do. Right. Something there for in the Philippines that clearly I'm just going on a limb that these guys are not Filipino. Right. And uh, they're being offered millions of dollars for this, and they're like, "No, I don't want to." A million and a half, right? Right. It's like we'll offer yeah. seven figures, and yeah, and no, he's like,
5: that's interesting. But here's the thing: he's like, he just doesn't want to do it, right? Right. Also, isn't it his wife's land somehow? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Why is he making the negotiations? It's
0: 1980, man.
5: It, you know, here's the thing: like that's a that's a great bit because that's when um they're like uh they're infiltrating. The bad guys' lair? I, or are they not? It's just like a random building, right? Like they meet me at this random building, yeah. and uh, while they're like walking through, like Cole is going around, like breaking a bunch of necks for no reason. By the way, he's just killing them. Um, just, <laughs> just all, all henchmen are bastards. Ahab. Um, <laughs> and uh, at the end,
1: <laughs> at sorry, the it took of me a minute. Sequence, I was like,
5: what? <laughs> at the end of the sequence, like uh, the two. There's Parker. I remember his name because they say it repeatedly. That's Valerius' uh, right hand man is like, well, it seems like you've made the wrong choice. And then like like eight bad guys come out, and they're like, hold they're literally like, hold on a second. Where's the other 20 guys? As this guy's like, are, are my life being threatened? We're supposed to be, they're gonna kill us. And he's like, just wait, a minute. just wait one second. There's a there's something we have to figure out here. Like, are you guys gonna kill us? <laughs> there's supposed to be at least 30 more guys here. And he's looking at his buddies like, hey, where's the other guys at? It's such a weird, like prepare to meet your imminent oh wait wait hold on no no that's wrong right where's he at where's joe joe had five guys with him where's joe and they're just like they're like cole and his friend are just like looking back and forth you know like tapping their toe are we are something what's going on here
4: well it's the attempt at comic relief and like right. I you think I, so. I have to be I have to be honest, yes. And I have to be honest with you, I think Franco Nero I think Franco Nero has a bit of charm in this. Like I don't he think he's a terrible I don't think he's a terrible No, I think he does actor. too. I think he does yeah, too. Yeah, I think he's, he's just sh-
3: not a good ninja.
4: He's
2: not no. a good ninja. Yeah. That's why he's in a complete bodysuit. You can only yeah. see. Yeah. He's <laughs> <Right>. not a <laughs> good ninja.
4: He's just like, he's got a wink And, and like, so he shows. Yes. I remember that scene, because he shows up afterward holding all their guns and he's like, yes, here you he go. He has like 65,
1: <laughs> right, 65 right. guns?
4: Yeah. And I'm, I love like, it. I'm like, okay, that, did, that's pretty clever. He does And some then of
5: those he fights good. terribly. <laughs> yeah, but that's all right. I'm all right with that fight. Yeah. It's always like the fight scenes themselves. Like you can see how they, they had an idea, like some sort of idea. I'm okay with it. As opposed to just like, like you know them throwing roundhouses. Like it seemed like like, hey, what if for this one we introduced this weapon?
1: You're like, oh, hey, cool, <laughs> right, whatever, right. get after
5: it. Um, I thought there's like, I don't know if that's, I don't know if it was. Con- I mean, him walking up with the guns is, but the bit where it's like, it's like, I feel like realistically, sometimes these guys have clerical errors. You know, Like, we should really <laughs> lean into. Sometimes these thugs,
1: you know, right, it's right.
5: not a perfect day in the office. Right. Uh, I mean, also, it's hard so, to
0: type when your, water, when your paper's all soaked through with water.
5: What right? are they even typing? It's too hard. He's high. also doing some sort of art with people in the pool. Can you imagine how annoying you're like yes. trying to type? It's in 40s here. He's over talking about his human mobile again.
2: <laughs>
1: Delirious. Chill out,
2: man. He's the well, kind of guy that he would had microwave. such a creepy fish, line sure. there because uh, I wrote the song because it, so, it upset me I so much. So, glad. so he, leans, he leans back to those or goes back to the women in the pool and says, Now, are we ready for my supreme creation? And I'm just like, (laughs) what? And he's in a like a bathrobe. <laughs> no. Yeah. Then he doesn't like awful into the pool. Mm-mm. No. No yeah, one's ready for your reaction. Like, he's, he's definitely so a He's
4: yeah. I do Tom, have
2: you to you called say... that out though. You, you were saying that it's a Bond villain, but I feel like the the actor Christopher George is the, kind of the only actor that knows what movie he's in. So yes. he's hemming it up, but yeah. he's right. kind of delivering the B movie schlock that that I that I'm ready for with this movie. Do you,
4: right. you want to so, know what you want to know what character he reminded me of? You want to talk about something esoteric? When I saw this movie, he reminded me of, I kid you not, Arcane from Wes Craven's Swamp Thing movie. Wow. I had to oh, that's look. That's a deep cut. That's a exactly. deep cut. I yeah. had, I'm like, is that the same guy? Because like, I feel like there's this generic early 80s, no mustache, but mustache twirling villain that's kind <laughs> of flamboyant, yet yeah, kind of sinister. And I was waiting in this movie for him to whip out not his not his great master <laughs> creation but I thought he was gonna do something epic like I thought at the end of the movie no. he was gonna like take out some he was gonna you found out he can actually fight or he has some no. sort of cool no. weapon no. I... or a drugs the ninja or something and then there's a part where like you really <laughs> feel like oh no Cole might actually be in trouble but at Never. no point did I feel Cole was in trouble
1: no. like, and it'ss no assignment...
4: Flows everyone through. Yeah, for that, guy, that era of the
5: movie, industry. though, like that was the ninja. The ninjas were mm-hmm. infallible, right? Like they were like the most dangerous, yep. perfect weapon. Like, I, I can't think of it like, man, that, that's only half a half good ninja. Right. But that period. Like, if a ninja showed up, I in the 80s, I was, I mean, I'm 45, so I'd have been like seven, eight, 10. Yep. My dad would watch any movie, like uh, any action movie. I saw so many bad, like, paper mache skulls crushed. My dad just, <laughs> oh, like, yeah. ruined me. But like, if a ninja showed up, you're like oh, like the shit just hit the fan, <laughs> oh, yeah. right? Like it's over, <laughs> right? So like, that's like the thing is like this was so true to that is that like the ninja he never falters. Like literally, the only weakness he has in this whole movie is where he's like, well, I guess I fucked my best friend's wife, but then his best friend dies, so it's <laughs> right. okay, right?
1: That's right. And, and
5: his best no friend's no the
4: only person that can fight in this entire movie. I just want, to, I just want to call that out. Like, like what's his name? Show Kasugi is that how you pronounce oh, it? Shou Kasugi. Kasugi. Like this like and we've and a lot of us have seen the other ones so like man like he steals the show and you can tell like Franco Nero can't fight none of these other guys can fight but show can fight and it's just like i it just seems so unrealistic that he even loses because he does such cool things like i was like can we get a, I, I understand why in revenge of the ninja he's the star because right. he outshines literally everyone else in this movie and has four lines right and i'm just like i want more of this guy i don't want anyone else i don't want Anything else from this movie except right. him? Well, it's- and I mentioned the ninja get- was better for that reason because the only oh, thing yeah. that carried over was him. Right. So perfect, perfect. I don't want you to get
5: angry at me, but I honestly don't. I had no recollection of that final fight because once again, I was confused about where the fuck are <laughs> they? Is some sort of plexiglass square?
4: Movie, yeah. I, what,
5: the I theme, think it's, it's a, a gaga like ball pit.
4: <laughs> it was like a, a fighting a pit fight or, or a mud wrestling it? pit. Oh, yeah, I don't <laughs> know. The whole the time, I'm like, cop why are you fight. here? What is this
5: place? <laughs> right. Um, I also wanted to add because you're talking about what was the actor's name of Valerius? What's his name?
3: Christopher,
1: uh, Christopher George. George.
5: Christopher George's death scene in this movie, I'm saying this, I'm not making a joke, is one of the greatest deaths in the history of film. <laughs> the look on his face. <laughs> yes, and they do like a pause, like a weird slow mo pause. It's, and he makes like this noise. It's like,
1: oh. it's like the best. Uh-huh, no- I, uh-huh. I literally
5: went back three times to listen to this weird little soft feminine grunt he makes. And then his face is like, he like oh, the the end of a Mentos commercial. It's so good. Like, I felt like I'm watching this movie. And I'm like, I don't know if I, I don't know about this one, guys. Like, I don't know. I don't, I'm not for sure where they're at or what. You know, I get that there's a land involved. Um I don't know why this other guy is really, why he wants the land and why he's so mad. Right. And then he dies. And I'm just like, it was worth it. Right. It was that little, mo- that and the ninja, the dart throw. Right. But they were just just, um, I'm going to say, because I, I listened to a couple of the podcast guys. that did some research. Who's the science guy? That's
2: dumb. Like, that's dumb.
5: What, what, there, what, what science are you going to do from this thing?
4: <laughs> like, that's another thing. I'm so confused. So the so the science segment I'm gonna do. Which, is it cockfighting?
0: I say, do, do you want to jump into it? Go for it.
4: No, no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so not, we're going So
5: hold it. Let me ask you this: Is it about being able to replicate your own head if it's cut
1: yeah, off? Yeah. Yeah. So so, so, so so
5: lizard tails.
4: So let's do cockfighting. Let's do cockfighting. Yeah. All right. Let's do. So let's, do you want to do the science segment now? Oh, my gosh. Just off the top
0: of the dome? Yeah, why not?
4: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. These are the best ones, is when Dom does this. Okay, okay. So, full disclosure. Do do you want your thing? I've been so damn busy that I was going to record the thing later. But never once has a guest requested it. So, I'm pulling this one clear out of my ass. So, do it. (laughs) All right. This is for you, Kyle Starks. Yeah, let's go. So, I was a little stumped which one to do. And so uh, Jason suggested I do um, the prosthesis, you yes, know. Please. But oh. so, you know, like he <laughs> rips it, it off. But honestly, <laughs> I, I'm not hundred percent sure about like about that. So I'm gonna get back to you on that one. But let's do cockfighting. So cockfighting is interesting. So um, a cock wah, wah, <laughs> is clearly a male chicken. Uh, chickens are part of the the group Galliformes, which includes like you know your grouses and other ground birds, turkeys and stuff like that. And in in all those birds, typically the male the males compete for females, and typically the males are more flamboyant and have crazy feathers, like Grouse have these crazy mating dances that they do, which have, like, inflatable sacks in the front of their body. Seriously. Google, like, a Grouse's inflatable sacks, and it looks ridiculous. Like, ridiculous. That's a trap.
1: That's a trap. Don't do that.
4: Yeah, yeah.
5: <laughs> It's gonna be impossible. You get, you get a Google imagine. image of John Grouse's inflatable
1: sacks. You do want to see that.
4: <laughs> so, I'm gonna come back to bathe Google after this segment. But anyway, so like turkeys like the male turkeys always have more flamboyant feathers and the, but chickens so so male chickens um they they actually fight to they can fight to the death and the way that they do it is they have in addition to having four toes cuz all birds have four toes right they also have a spur and a spur is literally a bony spike that pops out of the back of their leg right and they will attack each other jump up and swing it down and try to impale the other one but in a typical scenario they'll do that enough where where the the guy that's outmatched is going to be like i'm out of here i don't want to get killed and most of the times when animals compete one backs down but the thing about cockfighting is you're like in a ring and the chickens are in tra- the the roosters are trapped so they'll just keep doing it and doing it until one dies so typically cockfights end in in one of them dying and the other one being really hurt, which is why they seem to enjoy it so much. So yeah, they have these big old spurs, and and birds have really interesting legs because the bones in their feet are all fused together and the bones in their legs are all fused together, so they have a very long, stiff legs. And they flap up, swing the leg down to, to injure the other rooster. Um, another interesting thing is um, you ever hear the expression "chicken with its head cut off"? It runs around. I well, love the story. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so that's actually true. When you cut yeah. a chicken's head off, it will run around on its own due to due to certain due to the fact that it has certain responses. Um, but here's an interesting thing: uh, there is a ch- there was a rooster, yeah, in uh, in the city of Fruta, Colorado, that had its head cut off, but not fully. And it survived for like so it was how action. long? Do you remember? Eight years oh, or re- something, right? It was years. Yeah, it was yes. years. They, they, just they
5: fed it. They fed it by dropping birdseed down its little neck hole. Really? Yeah. No. yeah. Right. Yes. And they had to it use had a, a medicine
4: dropper to keep it moist and feed it stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's actually yeah. So there was a headless rooster that is like the mascot of this, this random place in f- called Fruta, and I've been there because um. It's, there's actually a paleontology museum there, and I work with one of the uh, curators there. So I've been there, and she showed me the town. It's a great little town. They have like a stand-up dinosaur, and also like, do you know about our headless chicken? And I was like, say, what now? so <laughs> 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 she All shows right. me around, so, so yeah.
5: I just did the smallest amount of research because I'm a moron. It's So it only lived 18 months, but without a head, that's so long. That's, yeah, <laughs> phenomenal. I mean, yeah, yeah. More yeah. than I, like 18 like, like, milliseconds is it? impressive. Well, it, it, The way they cut it off is like, because I know this, because if it's weird, I, is that it only got like its brainstem was like the bottom yeah. of its brainstem was still like. So, it's, so they I was like, co- what, was its, um, what was its exotic name? I can't remember. Something cool. No, it's name was Mike.
4: <laughs> hey, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so when they cut its head off, this is kind of a trap. but when they cut its head off, so instead of cutting straight across the neck, what they did is they cut on an angle down. So essentially, they cut the top of its brain off. And its face off, so it just had what? like
0: oh man, I love that The
4: brainstem, <laughs> cerebellum, An and the your face hole, if you will. <laughs> so the it's basically basically the pharynx. So the throat was exposed, and and birds can expand their pharynx pretty pretty well. So it it can get away with doing that. So yeah, imagine
5: <laughs> imagine being there, and you're like, all right, it's time for dinner, Dad. Go ahead, take Mike out for Mike. See you later, Mike. And then they you know they lop him and off. Mike goes, and the kid's like, Daddy, Daddy, Mike. And he's like, no, no, just he's going to fall down in a second. <laughs> 18 months later, they're like- Finally, we can months. have this chicken. And the kids, over here. The kids are like, "Daddy, you know, They're like you know, what we should do is sell tickets to this."
4: I'm <laughs> gonna ma- tell, I I'm tell you, if if you had Mike fight in a cockfight, that would be the most intimidating thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> I do martial arts, I go to jujitsu tournaments. Like, I can't imagine going out there and like, okay, I'm gonna fight this guy, and the guy has no head, no head. Like that would right. be the scariest thing in the world. <laughs> you, also, I
5: couldn't chop. <laughs> do you think the other chicken just like stand, like instead of jump, just stands, like? trying to sort of figure out the sad tragedy of this other, (laughs) like, what's happening here? (laughs) Right, right. And then the man sings the song, which is, Cockfight, cockfight, can we have a Cockfight. And the the battle begins, but he keeps jumping up and missing because Mike has no head.
0: It's a, it's a three hour long thing. Yeah, it's just a, a, a nightmare from start to finish. Mike can't see him. Mike, film. yeah. Mike
5: doesn't know where he is. Yeah. No, he doesn't have ears. He has no senses.
4: So there's a whole plethora of things you shouldn't Google. You shouldn't Google grouse sack. You definitely shouldn't Google. Headless cock.
1: <laughs> no. Oh yeah, don't no 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 no, 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 no. yeah yeah.
0: Oh,
4: so no, I, no. I got I got a funny story about Googling. So Th- um, thank God you
0: said
1: Googling.
4: Oh, oh, yeah. Googly moogly. Googly, googly. The first word so, so words, <laughs> that sentence were getting real dicey. So so I um so I'm in my class right, and I'm giving an exam, and some of the students turn in the exam early, and so I'm grading them. And with muscles, muscles have two or more attachment points. We call some of them the origins and some of the insertions, right? Now, one of the muscles I asked them about was the diaphragm. And so it was an open-ended question, and I said, name one insertion of the diaphragm. And I'm just like... (laughs) And I'm like, and a student wrote something and there's there's actually, and there's actually, you know, and I'm just like, oh, why can't I remember this? I was tired or whatever. It was very early in my career. So I'm like, oh, I can't remember this. So uh, I Google image diaphragm insertion <laughs> and boom, this is like, and so like my students are all taking their exam and all of a sudden they hear me go <gasps> like that and they all look up and I'm just like. Like they can't see the screen or anything, but I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god! Yeah. Don't <laughs> high Google school health image class diaphragm. That. Yeah. 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 yeah,
5: that's that's high school. That's high school health class stuff. You
1: yeah.
4: Does anyone use a diaphragm anymore? Is that like a thing or you know? You're wrong group
5: yeah. of people. Too, clearly. too old, yeah. man. That's we're out of That's true. That's <laughs> like true. if you go on a date
4: and a girl's like, I have my diaphragm, and you're like, wow, that's so retro.
5: You know, I <laughs> think there's better options now.
3: I think yeah, that's I the know. kind of thing that Cole would be slinging around. Hey, baby, you this? Along with all his different weapons, he's also got... I got a lot of options here.
4: He's, he's slinging cold. condoms. Don't yeah. hey, I,
3: I have another question about this. because I,
5: I think we're, we're getting closer, but I have another yeah. question. Um, there's five of us. How many people think that the crazy ninja hand moves was actually Cole? Do you think they brought in a buddy double to do the hand movements? <laughs> yeah, for oh, sure. Yeah. For sure. They do them like six times, like up close, like they love this hand dancing, like this hand jazz, ninja <laughs> hand jazz.
0: There's the guy. He actually sold the VHS tape years later. It was the hand dancing VHS. You could order. And it was Man, that guy.
5: like, he does it to, d- to different. Po- he's doing it to Huey Lewis. Yeah. You know, <laughs> he's doing it to different popular songs at the time. Just up close thing. hand origami, really putting on a show. It, it, his
0: show just closed in Branson about three weeks ago. COVID really just took it out. It's terrible.
4: <laughs> so I the mean, hands, they had a stunt hand double for the hand right. movements, but Franco Nero totally did the backflips himself. Absolutely, <laughs>
1: yeah.
4: That was Martin
5: Stone. That was Priscilla's lover, Martin Stone. <laughs> right. yes. right. yeah. yeah, yeah. You have to have that kind of energy to steal a woman from Elvis. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> That's true. That's true. I, it,
0: yeah, I mean, kind of. <laughs> I, he was he was in that eating raw brown and served rolls on the back of a horse stage in his life. so that was. Maybe I, not at the, that point. The man I
5: mean, died trying to poop. I get you. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, I, he had a he had a an, an aura though. Even then, it's true. exactly. The man
0: exactly. knew how to live life. I think is really what we want to get to. Joie de vivre. I think it is. Right? <laughs> Elvis Absolutely. had the well, joie. I, de vivre.
4: You know what? I sympathize with with Elvis. I live in the buffalo wing capital of. I live in the chicken wing capital of the world. I've almost died pooping many a times. Okay, <laughs> okay.
1: So,
3: <laughs> well, in Rochester, we're known for the wonderful delicacy known as the garbage plate. Which uh, Kyle, if you've never heard of, you should definitely Google it. It's it's amazing, and uh, you it'll. You guys are trying to trick me into
5: yeah. go- googling a lot of suspicious word combinations. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> yeah, so if
3: listen, you're... I'm smarter than that,
5: guys. Yeah, I'm smarter
4: than that, right? garbage <laughs> plate. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, headless
5: cock. No way. Sir. Yeah. <laughs> garbage I plate go- is you, different googled, than the. Chi- I googled chicken without a head. Huh?
1: <laughs> that, there you there go. You know. that's how, oh, that's that's I, I put the
5: the exact thing, and I yeah. put quotes around it.
0: <laughs> see. <laughs> you could do that with garbage plate. Now, here's the thing, it will still look questionable cuz you're not quite sure. It it may be what you think it is, but it may be food or it may be both. You don't know. So, it's it's right. a combination on a plate. It's macaroni salad, home fries, hamburger, hot dog, uh like a chili sauce on top. Yep. And you just mush it all together and eat it as fast as you can. Yep. It's so delicious. it's It's um yeah, we're 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 It's
2: not here. just like
5: a like a barbecue Plate. kind of yeah it's like, kinda, like yeah, a summer yeah.
0: barbecue plate if you're about you know 74 Miller or lights grill out in. I mean grill <laughs> yeah. out I say grill. You're, you're right cool. right. We're t- we do too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah. yeah. So it's like that thing. It's just a pile of food on a plate with chili on top. Right. And then you try to hork it down as fast as you can.
4: Right right. It's yeah a- and after you go- and after you google the uh, garbage plate google uh the Chicago hot plate it's
0: it's just a Come thing. on. <laughs> Kyle, no. Again, I'm too, Don't, too smart there. for this. That guys. that one.
4: I know that. I know that
5: one. Here's the thing. He got I'm, me. I'm tell you how I know it.
0: When we first met, he got me with that one. I'm not the same.
5: I'm not
3: the same person. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Well, I. It's amazing to me that this movie is the one that really, it really did launch and this start of this ninja craze that we'll, you know, talk about and continue into the rest of the ninja trilogy and. Maybe a couple other exciting things. Okay, okay coming Mike, up. I'm sorry
4: it's... to interrupt you. I'm sorry to interrupt you. How I really want to know. <laughs> well, so, that, that's cause, where cause, I was going. Keep right, in mind, I was born. I was born in 1980. The ninja craze was Ninja Turtles. Like that is the f- my first exposure to right. ninjas, which is awesome. We those but, of like, us. How did this piece of crap? Those how of us this, that, uh, right, so those of us G. that Joe, grew up...
5: G.I. Joe predated the Ninja Turtles, so you had right. Snake Eyes. Right, Snake, snake Eyes. like Yeah, okay,
4: okay, you're right, you're right, you're right. And that was oh, exactly, exactly where I was but, about, but to, as far about to like get comments. But I'm like, yeah. okay, back to the original question. I don't remember, so someone please explain to me how this schlock, and I'd say that in the least loving way possible, resulted in a craze that lasted for over a decade. Well, I think what'll happen, and we'll
3: we'll get more into this as we get into the other movies... But I think what happened is what you exactly saw with Revenge of the Ninja. They saw this movie came out. People saw ninjas. These things are super cool. They have these cool moves. Like it's a really easy costume to adapt. I know that's something that I uh, Lots of cool uh, weapons. The, and cri- shit. Right, yeah. that Chris and Grady talked and a lot I've about in their book. That like the costumes were huge. And that, like, every kid had to have them. <laughs> yeah, but you look at, it. so what they took out of this was the ninjas. Those are cool. We'll pull those out. But then the guy that was the start, like, nah, we don't need him anymore. He's gone. Like, yeah. but it's the, it's the black ninja at the end. The right. Where's my black ninja? I want my ninja! Like, that guy. All right, this guy is what we're going to use from now on. And I think it was just, it was more the image of the ninja with these cool weapons. And let's take that. But, I mean, for yeah. all of us, you know, we're all in our 40s, and we don't know it, right? Like, as a kid, we don't know a time that we're, like, our cartoons or shows weren't infused with ninjas of some sort, right? Like, there was ninjas everywhere, and ninjas were cool, so. Uh, right, think- it's hard to to know, like, it, it, it is weird watching this. Like, how did this launch it? But I, you know, to me, I think it was just this cool image that they really weren't, they weren't out there before. Yeah. I mean, it's just like the first time, as you mentioned, first time you saw Snake Eyes in G.I. Joe, you're like, this guy's badass. Yeah. I think I think a lot
5: of people like I, I've always the, what I was always told. Of course, I've, I've always been comics to Jason is that Frank Miller's Ronin the, it takes a lot of uh, claim to introducing ninjas to uh, America which is 83 so it was a couple years after this right. and at some point someone had to like no one at some point people were like hey do you know about ninjas and it could very well have been this
1: movie Right.
0: there's definitely an argument between Ronin yeah. and G.I. Joe cuz uh, Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow was like a couple years later yep. and I guarantee G.I. Joe kind of came out of Ronin a little bit right yep. at least those after, two it came out after Ronin I'm, a,
5: I'm sure. pretty sure cuz I think yeah. Ronin was like 83 that's why I just yeah. cuz like was Ronin it was I could remember as like, which came out first um but Ronin's a comic book guys and yeah. no one yeah. gives a shit I'll tell you that I know from personal experience, a movie (laughs) film, even a bad one, probably more people saw than a comic book right um, but i think ronin was one of those early things that was like for people like this is a really cool and then like it's yep. cool yep. it's awesome it's great it's literally like it's that whole snake eyes thing is like do they look cool yes do they have swords and are they awesome yes are they unbeatable yes like, <laughs> right. what a right. great character I, like I, who doesn't want to play with that character yeah. Yeah. right you know? exactly
0: i have a seven-year-old if you tell me if you tell him hey you can grab a sword and be un- unbeatable and wear your pajamas
5: right you can disappear you're doing can that. reappear yeah 100%. right exactly Man, think about how, if he's, when he's 13, how excited it'll be about the disappear, reappear part. Right. Hiding in the shadows.
3: Right, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it's real creep that, energy, real creep ninja that's, injury. That's what, that, it never stops being cool, no matter how old you are. Exactly. Right, right, exactly. Unless you're wearing a bright white ninja suit. Red. Storm Shadow made it cool. Right.
4: Know. Okay, the bright white ninja suit. Um, one last thing. All right. One last thing. Let's all get, all right, we we expression. All get one I've got on, to lead. Yeah. <laughs> never trust a man in white pants. <laughs> that's my expression. And I base it on the fact that if you are confident enough to wear white pants, there's something, there's a problem. I don't know what the problem is, (laughs) but there's a problem. If you're confident enough to wear white pants, like, you either are a sociopath or you know something I don't. So I'm watching. This man was white from head to toe. I don't trust him at all. The <laughs>
2: villain has a has a white suit on, too, at the end. When there's a, lot of, there's so a lot of white suits. covered in white in this movie. I'm assuming I, yeah. it's
3: because it's the Philippines, don't, and it's probably hot as balls, like, 365 right, days a year.
4: There you go. So I, I don't trust anyone in this movie. <laughs> I, no one in this movie. Actually, the woman is the only one I trust, because she wears very tight jeans. That's the only one I trust. Everyone yeah, else is no white pants. Don't trust them. <laughs> don't trust them well what's interesting
2: about the ninja craze i know we're trying to wrap up but i think it's interesting too that it it happened in the 80s like all the kind of exploitation cinema kung fu that all was happening in the 70s so it's weird that this sort of took another decade to really find its footing because there there was, you know, obviously some ninjas here and there throughout the 70s. So, right. And, and what's neat about that, too, is that these actors, Christopher George, the villain, Franco Nero playing Cole as the hero, and then even Susan George, who plays the, the female Dom you're just referencing, they were all kind of 70s exploitation kind of. It's almost like when I when I saw this movie, like because I hadn't seen it before, it was like a 70s Avengers of, of exploitation cinema, it, right. as far as the actors are concerned, coming together. And, uh, again, you guys, uh, over-the-top, you know, crazy, uh, Golan, Globus, Cannon, I've seen a sensitive story about two best friends from the war. (laughs) They have PSD. One guy trains his body like a machine. The other guy (laughs) is obsessed with gambling and cockfighting, and (laughs) he— sad that he has erectile dysfunction. His friend comes over. <laughs> like, it all makes sense to me. So that's what I have to say about this movie. It's, it's a beautiful it's, story of friendship. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. And it gave us ninjas. ninjas.
5: No, I, I thought so, too. It's a it's a buddy it's a buddy thing. It's a buddy hey, listen, romp, buddy. Comic. I'm going to tell you right now, if my best friend couldn't get a boner, I'd want to help him, too. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you this. Listen, I'm going to tell you. If I had to kill 25 goons for him to get his boner back,
3: I would do it. <laughs> I, I mean, that's what, yeah. that's, that's what friends that's are for, guys. That's friendship. That's
0: what friends are for. I'm pretty sure that's what Dionne Warwick was singing about in that song.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> All right, but, well, but Jason, just one last thing. But Jason, I actually, Tom, aren't you the one that has to get up at 7 a.m. tomorrow? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I like no, but like I want to hear your thoughts on this for, for serious because Jason Uh-oh. proposed something. It's like, why didn't become big in the in the in the 80s and not the 70s? And I think because this movie. Those aren't I don't know much about real ninjas. I'm going to do some research. It's not. On yes. One. But this correct. is like <laughs> nothing like a real ninja. No ninja is a real
5: ninja.
4: I, I think they like but yeah. I think that the concept of a ninja it's like the it's like the Wild West. The Wild West in the movies was nothing like it was back then. I feel like yeah. the ninja that we know as cin- as as cinema buffs is nothing like an actual ninja. So they literally just made something up and that something was so marketable yeah, that yeah. it took off. Yeah, so I don't it. think a ninja was discovered. Right. The ninja as we know it was created by Well, the-
3: and that's where this movie a lot of the images, the weapons, and a lot of that stuff was it came like from this movie, uh, the whole like the image uh, cuz you're right. I don't think traditionally the ninja uh had like that's that costume, right? Yeah. I mean, Jason, you might, might know have been one guy. There
5: might've been some guys. Yeah.
3: Right. Plenty but there of was stuff like, there. uh, what was, <sighs> See, cause I can't remember year wide, the Shaw movies, like the five element ninjas or the Chinese golden ninjas or what I can't remember. If that was before that. Um, and again, w- and with any of those things, who knows how authentic the costumes are, but Yeah, well, throughout Ninja November, we will explore the history of
0: Ninja. Yeah, you
3: guys got to figure this out because I won't be here. I'm going to be listening. (laughs) All right, you're going to be listening and hearing. Do you
0: want to do like the thing at the end of Charlie's Angels where we bring you back and give you the debrief?
3: do 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 only if it's good only if it's worth my time
1: is what no, i'm
5: saying no guarantees
0: well, kyle you okay. you, you've been here for an hour and 25 minutes you know how this
3: is gonna go
5: right i'm loving right. it i'm having a great time I'm glad, I'm glad you guys brought me out honestly well Thank we you. really appreciate I'm you coming on
3: you. uh this was a lot of fun i hope that we uh could get you back on and do uh again the, your comic books are, are like they're comics of the types of movies they if they made movies of them which they should i want to see sex castle kill em all Trigger Keaton we need movies of all of these things yeah so uh, but those are exactly the type of movies that we would cover so hope that uh you know we can have you come on again you, clearly it's obvious through your work that you get that uh, same enjoyment out of these 80s and 90s action movies that we do so we'd love to have you on again to talk about some of those favorites and yeah and again the work absolutely. you have going on yeah, it's,
5: it's my it's my favorite it's my favorite type of film for sure
3: us too so Kyle uh just tell our audience where can they where can they find you, and uh, you know, what are some of the projects you're working on that they can be looking out for, heading to their local comic shop for?
5: Yeah, for sure. I'm uh, the Kyle Starks on almost all social media. I make comics for a living. Uh, notably, Sex Castle is my love letter to '80s action movies. Kill the Mall is my love letter to John Blue movies. Uh, a movie called Assassination, which is about a former hitman turned mob boss who hires oh, twenty assassins to be his bodyguards. Yep. It does not go well. Um, I love action. I love action movies. I love. Um, I love action comedies because there's no good ones, and I really thought that would be my life calling to make good action comedies, but they're 100% more action than anything else. Um, Yeah, I make comics, man. You can find me at your store. I'm currently doing a book called I Hate This Place that also has a dirty name for Skybound. Um, (laughs) uh, That's a horror. It's a horror comic. Um, I notably did the Rick and Morty comic for five years. Uh, At one point in time, I had made more issues for a long time. I had made more issues of the comic than there were episodes of the show. Nice. I'm a legitimate, real comic-making boy, and they're all very good. <laughs> uh, I highly recommend checking them out. Tell your local comic story. You want something. Sex, Any of those books. Yep. Uh, I don't yep. necessarily have them in my store. You can get them all on Amazon. Yep. If you like, I really do think if you like the stuff that these guys talk about, you'd, you'd love Sex Castle. You'd like Kill Them All. You'd probably enjoy Assassination. Assassination yep. has a character named Fuck Tarkington in it, which is always a really good <laughs> sell, I think. Um, it, it, pretty much anything. Like I think it's the oh, same. Yeah. You know, it's funny, just a real quick aside, like people are like, oh, what's your, like, what's your favorite, like, oh, what's your favorite comedy? And I'm always like, man, I don't think I, I, like, I love comedy too, but like my f- my favorite funny things are like um, the throwaway bits in 80s action movies right. that aren't comedy. Like that's to me the funniest bits yep. is when like Arnold Schwarzenegger is like, I'll see you around, you know? And <laughs> that's what my books are. It's like, it's, it, it's that part expanded yep. in many ways. Yep. Um, so yeah, if you like action movies, you like action comedies, or you which are more, uh, I got a bunch of good stuff. I have a bunch of books. Uh, I had a book called Old Head, which is a horror comic. I'm promoting that. It came out last year, but it's 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 like, uh, I hate this place. It's horror. I make comics. It's kylestarks.com. I don't know. I'm so yeah. bad at this. I used to be good <laughs> at
3: it. <laughs> yeah, no, we wholly, wholly recommend all your work. Uh, again, great. Yep. Art's great. Really fun. Great humor um i got sex
0: castle as a gift for christmas a few years ago and now i have bought it for several people as gifts (laughs) going on i need to keep passing it along because it's a fantastic book start to finish
5: sex castle is was my first book and it still sells pretty regular because of that um it's because i think it's that kind of book Mm -hmm. because it's self-enclosed and it's quick and it's fun i it's funny when i started to do that i was like oh i just wanted i wanted to make something that felt like roadhouse because i thought like tonally i enjoy this and i wish there was more and about midway through, I was like, "Should I escalate this to make it the best '80s action movie ever made?" Which I stand by. I think yeah. it's the best '80s action movie ever made. Um, I agree. I think it has all those things that you want, and it's you know, I, again, I know we've gone on long, but I like, do you remember like Kung Fury came out? People were like, oh, oh man, yeah, was, yeah, oh yeah, know, yeah, yeah movies, that was great. Like, like, listen, like that's a gag movie. That's Dude. that's yeah, a right. gag movie. That's Yep. Uh, that's airplane. You know what I mean? It's like right. I, yeah. that's not what I did. No. I, I didn't want to make a sad. I I wanted to make a tribute. Yep. Um, because yep. I you I love the, and passion. Voices of those movies and I love them. Yep. And I wanted for one more to exist, right? Yep. Um, and I really think that's what it is. Uh, maybe it's a little over top here. There was my first book, guys. Listen, I can't. <laughs> I, I still think it's my best book, honestly. Um, uh, but yeah. So I think like if you love '80s action movies, I think you'd love Sex Castle. And I think because it's one book and it's self enclosed, it's something that people do do that with, which I'm so honored. Um, because that's the best kind of book is the one that you're like, oh, you haven't read this book. You should check it out here. Take mine. I'll get another one. Yep. Um, I did a, I did a book after that called Rocky mountain. Again, I know we've gone long rock Candy mountain, which is about, which is literally I was doing a Wushia film. I was like, what would be the American version of a Wushia film, oh, yeah. which is a, a whole genre that we don't have here, which is right. basically a guy who goes from point A to point B. He fights. There's something weirdly magical shows up at one point that no one cares about. Right. Um, I was like, what would be the American version of that? And I did a hobo who's traveling, um, by rail across the country to find Big Rock Candy Mountain, which is hobo heaven, yep. being chased by the devil. And at the time, I didn't know any better. And it's two books. And one of my biggest regrets in my career is that it's not one book, because oh, it would be something I honestly believe people would hand out. Because the thing is, they were like, oh, we're going to break into two books. The first book just stops like mm. there's nothing because <laughs> it's an eight issue story, but it's broken into two pieces um you can get those both real cheap on my website for what it's worth i do i think cheaper than amazon if you get both of them nice um that's my biggest regret because i do think that book would have been like sex castle and that people would have kept giving it out because it's like sex castle it's a big action romp there's big fun characters it's funny yes but there's also this real element of art um there's this real subtext to both of those books um so anyway that's a weird aside because i can't stop talking about myself um no that's good we love your work man Kill them all! Yeah. It's, it's, it's kill them all! I did so. Old Head, which is about an ex-NBA player fighting Dracula's head, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was going to be my second book, but um, I because I could do whatever I wanted. Who cares? But Sex Castle got optioned before it came out. It was up for uh, an Eisner. It's my first book. I'm 38. I'm just goofing around, right? Right. And because people were like, I'm like, oh, people are paying attention to me now. And also, my wife was like, if your second book is called Old Head. You will have two books called Sex Castle and Old Head. You're the dumb title guy. That is correct. <laughs> yeah. um, so I was like, oh, I don't like I got the yips. I got sort of the comic yips. So I did. Sure. I said, like, well, I'll do the thing that I already did that I know I did good, which is kill them all, which is my love letter to 90s movies. Yeah. Very John Woo heavy. Very good guy, bad guy teams up. Yep. Um, yep. So I do think those two books more than anything, like If you're a fan of this podcast, I sincerely believe I sincerely believe that you would really enjoy both of those books. For me, those books are seven years old. They're six years old. Like, I'm, I still push them because they're good. I still stand behind them. I think they're yep. really enjoyable if you like those things. Yep. Uh i'm kylestarks.com give me all your money just give me your money give yeah me all, mm, num, 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 num. give me all your money please.
3: <laughs> i agree we fully support that we definitely encourage our listeners to uh, go to kylestarks.com uh, we always like if you can buy it directly from the artist
5: i don't uh, have those books on my site i don't know oh, you those don't books on my okay site, though you, all right yeah,
3: cool. we'll, well look and see what he does have on his site and buy those get on my
5: amazon or better yet support your local comic shop sex castle yep. and build them
3: all exactly and again i think i mentioned before the six sidekicks of trigger keaton that was a riot. Uh, that's another yeah. good one. And Assassination Nation. Again, all this stuff really feeds into our audience here and the stuff that we like. I also really liked you did a a comic for um, Dead of Winter, oh, which Dead is like of one of my favorite board games.
5: Yeah, I can tell you that story. I, maybe not. on. It's a good story, too, um, because I didn't know anything about that real quick. I got because I was doing Rick and Morty, sure. they brought me to Gen Con. Gen Con is the New York Comic Con, San Diego Comic Con, a board game. Right. Who cares right. about board games? That's nerd shit, guys.
3: Uh, That's crazy. I, I am that games. level of nerdy.
5: I'm crazy about board games because I went to it. But I'm promoting Rick and Morty, and uh Oni Press, who published Rick and Morty, and also did Dead of Winter, was like, hey, you got an interest in a zombie story? And I'm like, man, everyone's got a zombie. This was again six years ago, five years. I'm like everyone's right. got a zombie story. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we're thinking about doing this, this game. You can play as a dog. And I was like, what? Yeah, yeah. That's all you need to say. Do you want to write a dog fighting zombie book. (laughs) Yes. Yep. Uh, And so I did it. I love it. I think that's also if you if you know that game, I put a bunch of really great Easter eggs. If you don't know that game, it's a really great book about a dog fighting zombies.
3: It is. It's great. It's it's really fun. What more do you want? Right. It's really fun. The game itself is really fun. I love playing I love it. That. It's my favorite board game. It's my it is favorite board Me, game. that's actually for my birthday last year when we were still kinda like quasi in the pandemic. I just had a couple friends over to play that. I was like and they aren't huge board game fans. Do I'm you, like I'm like, guys, just I'll come over. You, I'm telling you we're gonna I'll fight that. I'll send
5: zombies. you the card. I'll send you the card from uh there's a special printing. I made a character that they printed a card for. Oh really?
3: Oh yeah. I want to cool. see that. I want to see that, that.
5: Email me, email me your, uh, your address and I'll send you one. It's okay. Like, Sweet. They, they, that's uh, happening. Again, this is where I know what's going on, but they were like, Hey, we're thinking about this for your character. And they sent like stats and stuff. And I was like, gosh, guys, I was kind of thinking this, like I'm going to tell <laughs> the game designers better. Right. But they use right. mine. So I literally nice. designed a character for that game. Oh, that's um, amazing. I created a character for the universe and designed. What an honor. Uh, uh, that rule really is a great cool. game too highly recommend don't buy the third edition it's crap but the first <laughs> two so good
3: all right sweet sweet yeah well we'll i'm definitely checking that out and uh just while plug inside things kyle also has some really cool stickers on his oh. website including i know there's like a set of white what we do in the shadows that's a fun connection to our friends the sklar brothers who had a, I think the best episode of this past season oh and it,
1: yeah but uh
3: that that again, your what we do in the shadow stickers are friggin' amazing. So, uh, definitely go Kyle check Sark's those com. out. KyleSarks.com, check it out, guys. Uh, you know, we have well, by the time this is out, anomaly will probably have already happened or be happening. So, if you're listening to this and you missed it, that's a huge fail on yep, your part. You messed up. Yep, you messed up. Um, if, uh, if it,
0: not. Buy tickets at AmelieFilmFest.com.
3: Exactly. So uh, listen to the other shows on our Lunch Door Podcast Network. And again, go to your local comic shop and uh, support and buy comics from great artists and writers, uh, just like Kyle. So Kyle, again. Specifically Kyle. Specifically specific. Kyle yeah. Happens. Kyle first, and then go. maybe other people. If you see Kyle maybe. Starks'
0: name on a book, buy it. All of it.
3: Wipe right. out the shelf. Exactly. And then make sure you go to the proprietor of that store and say, Where's my Kyle Starch section? I need more, a I need a Kyle. focus like right on the way in. So I love it. Let's do it. Make sure they know that. <laughs> All right, uh, guys. Well, this is fun. Uh, we'll, our ninja journey will continue in Ninja November? So uh, until then, just uh, be watching in the bushes, trees, and shadows because you never know where those ninjas are.
4: And don't wear white because it'll be obvious.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're Storm Shadow. This has been a presentation of the Lunchador Podcast Network.